Welcome to episode 11 of Rounding the Bases. My name is Robert Askew. And my name is Matthew Sizemore. Hi. Matt, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, uh, not, not too bad. I, I got a, uh, as you know, I, I got a new mic stand that I've been playing around with for all of 15 minutes as I received it from Amazon.com about 30 minutes ago. And uh, I have not done it right. I don't have a good setup here in my garage for this, so uh, things are are going going well, I guess. How about you? Uh, things are going well over here. An an up and down week. Some things good, some things bad, but overall, just a regular week. I got gotcha. so, yeah. you. Yeah. You, you drinking anything tonight? I'm having right now with me. It's called the Stiegel Radler. It is very light. It's only about 2%. Ugh. It is a grapefruit uh, Rattler. They're very delicious tasting. Um, but like I said, very low in alcohol. And really what they do is just get you fat. Oh, they that's, that's good. Because I say, they won't get you drunk. They'll just get you fat. Is that they're, they're like saying, we'll just get you fat. <laughs> yeah, Steagle. <laughs> we'll just get you fat. <laughs> we'll get you fucking obese. <laughs> You well, you're get, buying it. Something's working. Yeah, you won't get drunk. You'll just <laughs> Yo. get depressed and fat. <laughs> Move a lot slower. Stigo. I am drinking something that I absolutely love. A fruity drink, if you will. And I don't say that to be derogatory. It's just very fruity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is called... Do you know anything about Basque culture? Basque culture? I don't think so, no. Okay. So, uh, the, the Basque culture there there is a big <laughs> it seems like you lost your train of thought <laughs> well, i'm trying to say how did the there's a lot there's a do big, i know anything about basketball <laughs> i was hoping you would because i don't uh, so here in the treasure valley the boise area there is a strong uh basque culture presence uh basque basque people i guess for lack of a better everything mm-hmm. are uh it's it's a territory in somewhere in Europe, I believe. And anyway, blah blah blah. I was about to try to get into a big story about Basque that I don't know. They make uh, there's so like I said, there's a big Basque presence here. There's even I can't a Basque wait to have blog. this drink. You've described it so well. Sounds it's, delicious. The history is amazing. It, it makes me vomit. Um, so there's a Basque block that's just dedicated to Basque culture in downtown Boise. It's really awesome. Great food. And they have a specialty drink there that everyone loves. It's called the Kelly Mocho. Mm-hmm. And it is a combination of red wine. In my case, I'm using a strong sangria uh-huh. and Coca-Cola. Mm. And that may. Oh, OK. That's a good. Re- that's a atypical reaction right there. From, from what I normally hear. So good on you. <laughs> uh, so red wine and Coke. Yeah. And it's delicious. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, whenever I'm down, I guess I haven't really been out in over a year. I started going out recently again, very, very slowly and only to outdoor places. But I used to, anytime I was walking by the Basque block, stop in one of their awesome little bars and grab a calimocho. Mm. But that's not their accent. I don't know why I did that. So is this a regular like thing like you this is a regular mixture you mix it with Coca-Cola? That's correct. Yeah, oh, that's okay. how it's made. This isn't um, just some like white trash thing you're like I'll take red wine and a coke please. <laughs> no, if you put an exotic name in front of it, you know, it's it's top class. Yeah. There. Yeah, it's it's one of their specialties and I'm not sure exactly what kind of wine they use but it's it's very good. I enjoy it thoroughly. I know I don't normally have Coca-Cola in my house. But uh, I do because my my parents visited. My my mother loves Coca Cola, specifically from a bottle. So we got some former. Now we have leftovers, and I, I typically have alcohol here. So, mm. but uh, I try not to keep alcohol in my house just because I will drink it right away if I have it. I don't know if that constitutes a problem. Uh, it sounds like it as I say it out loud. Yeah, I don't think it's a solution. It's definitely not a solution to anything. Uh, But, yeah, whenever I have beer, I go through it pretty quickly. So I try not to buy beer. I just bought these little Stiegel Rattlers because I like the taste. It's like beer juice, but not going to get me drunk. Like I said, just going to get me fat. 
instead. Just get your fat. Stiegel. Stiegel. Yes. Uh, so what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about, uh, well, I don't know. Shit. Oh, I already lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, we're well, going to talk about the scary uh, situation that happened. I don't know if it happened in Denmark, but it was the Denmark player who collapsed on the field. Uh, yeah. We're we're also going to talk about Jeff Bezos going to space. And then we're also going to um, talk about uh, basically review Army of the Dead. So there will be spoilers uh, when we talk about that. But first, we're going to talk about LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James was voted the most hated player in the NBA. Uh I, this to me, so Bean, uh, Gene Bean Baxter sent this to me to talk about. I actually find this to be like the least surprising thing oh, ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't even know how many years in a row. I, w- I would be shocked if there wasn't a year in maybe the last 11 where he wasn't the most hated player in the NBA. I kind of get it. Uh, are you surprised at all? Or did you read the article at all? Uh, I didn't see... Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing, but when I saw just the headline, I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I now, now you and I, obviously, as we've talked about, if you've listened to the podcast before, thanks for listening. And thank you. You already know that Robbie and myself are big time Lakers fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to hate LeBron, uh, pre Lake. And, and this is like, a long, long time ago, I used yeah. to hate LeBron. Um, I, I just checked my, I saw on Facebook, uh, you know, the Facebook memories thing. I had a, a status update. Uh, this was, I think this was the year before he won his first with Miami. He had been in the, the league a few, or no, 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 actually, no, I think it was after his first year with Miami. My status said something like, not four, not five, not six, not one. Ha ha ha, LeBron, you suck. I don't know. It was something like that, immature and stupid. But um, I, you know, just like everybody else, I used to be a LeBron hater. Um, but mine, and I think, I, I think and I hope a lot of people have the same reasoning because I saw a quote from Kobe Bryant, my sports hero, mm-hmm. and I can't quote it exactly because I have no memory and I'm an idiot, but it was something like haters haters don't hate on good players haters hate on greatness yeah. or something something like that and that's absolutely true and it's it's something we've known for a long time lebron james is one of the t- i in my opinion one of the top 3 best basketball players to ever play the game and i say that not not just strictly position wise i say that based on just his general body of everything he can do on a yeah. basketball court. No, he's, he's an amazing and he's been so great to watch. And so, yeah, I think no matter where he goes, unless you're a fan of that team or unless he brought you a championship within the last couple of years, people are going to hate him, especially all those teams that never had him. What yeah. Um, well, I kind of wonder if he was well hated um before he went to miami because i think that's when a lot of people turned against him is when he left for uh miami um yeah i'm not surprised the rest of the article had um they basically had the top five hated players so lebron was number one i believe it was kyrie irving was two yeah okay kevin durant three james harden uh, four, so so, so the most Nets. of the uh, Nets, <laughs> so yeah. the Nets are in the top five, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, number five was Paul George, and I think that's just more of really? a, I think that's just more of a like a lack of respect for him, because he is a player that comes up with a lot of excuses when he kind of doesn't show up, and yeah. so I think people kind of have lost respect for him, and he seems to underperform at the biggest moments, kind of similar to James Harden. James Harden has been very similar. Um, so I'm not surprised by the list. I think, yeah, I think going to Miami didn't help. Um, I was like you, I didn't like LeBron James, but one, once he won his championship, uh, in Cleveland, 
that's yeah. when I like fully respected him because I just I couldn't deny it anymore. Once that happened, I knew okay, this guy, this guy is the best who ever did. I mean, at that point, I was like, yeah, he's better than Kobe. Like, I can't, I can't deny it anymore. He's so good. I mean, the way he makes his teammates better. Yeah. I, it, it, anywhere he goes, uh, he's either going to get into the semifinals or get his team into the semifinals, the finals, or win the championship. Yeah. And it's seen, it's, it's been like that for God, how long has he been like almost 20 years now? Yeah. 2003 is when he was drafted. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's just, he is greatness. He's absolute greatness. The other thing though, I was going to say that has not helped him at all is, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, I, I would never, ever be someone that is like the, the idiots uh, that, that just tell people, tell athletes, you know, shut up and dribble yeah. or anything like that. You know, every athlete is a human being. Every athlete is going to have opinions about things. But sometimes, whether you're an athlete or not, you really got to think about some of the things you say, let alone tweet. Yeah, well, especially now, I mean everything is so divisive i mean it, oh, it is literally divided into left or right so everybody is pretty much enemies so that part's not surprising to me that it's made it his hate probably for him a lot more worse um he's yeah he, he himself has kind of made himself uh polarizing uh without a doubt and did you know that the nba ratings for the regular season were down 49 percent this year Forty-nine. Forty-nine. I did not know that, but you know what? At the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I guess now that I think about it, I'm not really surprised. I really didn't watch much regular season ball at all. I watched and I watched most of it, but I didn't watch a lot of national games like I used to. Like I didn't watch, I don't know, as much like East Coast games or anything. There was like some teams that I just hadn't seen. Like watching Atlanta right now this this year in the playoffs, I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't really actually watched them at all. They're pretty they're pretty good. Uh, so it's yeah, but I I think that kind of plays into it the the same reason why LeBron is most hated. I think because athletes are speaking out a little bit more on issues um, that have to do with social justice. I think you they're not. I wouldn't say they're purposely alienating, but I do think some people want they don't want politics in their sports. They really just want to watch sports and not have to have a message. They don't want to have to roll their eyes. And I think that's the biggest reason why. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. if something's going to change. I mean, I'm eventually it's going to start hurting bank accounts. And I oh, think yeah. that's, that's probably when it's going to change when people yeah. start to realize it. Yeah. That's when Adam silver says, all right, well, I mean, Adam silver really seems, and of course, uh, if you don't know who that is, everybody, uh, that's the, uh, current NBA commissioner. He's, I, in my opinion, he's been a great, uh, great commissioner. I think he's done a lot of great for the game. Um, but Do you though, I mean, ratings, I mean, isn't it the sign I mean, of a good, from this, isn't the sign of a good commissioner is like your, your sport is more popular than ever. Like, I mean, yeah. people hate Roger Goodell, but the NFL is more popular than ever since he's been the commissioner. I and I agree with that, but I think that. Well, first off, I'm I'm pretty sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I know I'm I'm pretty sure during the the bubble season last year that mm-hmm. that was pretty popular because people wanted sports. It was one of the first to come back. I and, think even the ratings though for that were pretty low too. I mean, people really? were talking, yeah, mm-hmm. people were talking about how, and everybody was home, so they could watch it. Yeah, but they were just um, choosing not to. That's that's interesting to me because uh, if I'm I'm feeling like I'm trying to like lump myself into society to think and as soon as we got anything back I'm like oh my god give me sports just give me sports again I'll watch whatever I'll watch whoever's on well Bill Simmons had I I listened to Bill Simmons podcast and he had a really interesting theory he was like the reason he thinks the ratings are down is like if the players don't care about the regular season why should mm-hmm. I care about the regular okay. season and that's I think good. I think that's true I mean. We've seen it with players resting. I mean, I hate to say it, but I wish the Lakers did a little bit more resting because, you know, we don't, our team isn't in the playoffs anymore because they couldn't, they couldn't get healthy. Uh, you know, Anthony Davis is probably going to have to have groin surgery. And then uh, I don't know if you saw today, like um, Kyrie Irving went down today, sprained his ankle. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. 
And so like the Milwaukee was able to pull off that win pretty easily because it was just Kevin Durant and all they were doing was just guarding Kevin Durant and it was working. <laughs> I'm sure he had something to say about that. Um, okay. Well, I, yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. Maybe. I mean, one big I think thing, it's a combination of everything to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and yeah, I agree with you. I think there's, there's a lot of factors. One thing uh, I was listening to, um, do you know who Bill Ryder is? Uh, I don't believe so, no. He's a, um, he has a, a sports talk show on uh, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, he's usually on as soon as I get off work, and I listen to him for a while. Uh, he brought up a good point, something that, that's pretty interesting to me. Uh, LeBron, LeBron James has been a polarizing figure in the NBA for, like we said, almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. He's almost done. There has not been a, a player to come into the league and, and correct me if you can think of someone, someone else, but there has not been a player to come in like him that people will just tune in. If he happens to be on, you know, casual basketball fans will be like, Oh, Hey, LeBron's LeBron's on. Let me, let me watch this guy for a while. There's not been a guy like him that, that will have just the casual fan uh, tuning in. And, and I can't, I don't think there is one like coming up in the college ranks either. And he was saying when LeBron's done, what is the league going to look like? Yeah. You've got your superstars out there. there, I mean, there's nobody that's like, that's like, it's going to have your casual fan just being like, I'm going to tune in specifically for this one guy. But the league also kind of had that issue when Jordan retired. Jordan retired in 1998, was still able to survive, and they did it through just basically having a bunch of stars like Kobe, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. I mean, Tim Duncan was probably the best player in that era, and he was the most boring personality of them all. (laughs) But, I mean, it still worked. I mean, it's always seemed like the NBA has always been in trouble. Like yeah, they've always yeah. been, they've always had a crisis issue with images or getting ratings and yet they still thrive and are managed to make money. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's, uh, and, and you're right. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to have your casual fans still tuning into their teams. You're going to have uh hardcore fans tuning into whoever still, but there's, I mean, is, is, is baseball, is MLB ahead of NBA? I want no, to say they're third. No. Yeah. I don't think they're, they are anymore. It's football for sure is number one. Then yeah, I easy. believe it's NBA and then baseball. Yeah. But baseball is and like, hockey. does anybody watch hockey? God, I don't watch any hockey. I, I'm a, I'm a Kings in the playoffs fan. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Which, which they're obviously not this year and haven't I, been for a while. Yeah. Seven years ago. I think they won the cup. I can't even tell you who's on the Kings. Is Kopitar? Is he still there? I don't know. I don't know. Kobe, <laughs> Jonathan Quick, is he still is there? Is he still? Are you there? <laughs> Wayne Jake Gretzky Quick? for sure. But yeah, for sure he's on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I I don't know. I I just anyway. Our point is LeBron's definitely the most hated player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We went through. Uh, <laughs> we basically discussed everything, but <laughs> why yeah. he's being the most hated. Yeah, uh, for sure. And People hate greatness. That's true. I mean, yes, I don't think anybody's going to hate, like, I don't know, Patrick Beverly is the most hated player in the NBA. I mean, if everybody knew who Patrick Beverly was, they probably would hate him. Yeah, but probably. Like you say, you got to be great. Yeah. Uh, well, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about European football. And it was a very scary situation. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what team it was. Was it Denmark or was it Sweden? Denmark, Denmark and, and Finland. Finland. And it was a Denmark player. I believe that collapsed. Eric Eriksson was his name. So what basically name? just, uh, the team was taking it, taking the ball out of bounds, about to throw it in. And he was kind of running towards them and just collapsed. Did you see the video? I, I actually just did um, about 30 minutes before we started doing this on uh, national news. And yeah, what a, what a scary situation. He was apparently he was, he was dead. 
Yeah, like, that, that's dead. what I was. That's what I was reading today. Like I thought he maybe just like passed oh, out. Chris, Christian, oh, Christian Erickson. Christian yeah. Erickson. I don't know. Why I thought it was Eric Erickson. Just that's lazy on me. Eric Erickson. I'm Robert Roberts. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he uh, collapsed on the field and then. But apparently, yeah, suffered cardiac arrest and was dead. And they had to use CPR. And I was reading that they used defibrillators as well. That's really scary. I don't really remember any situations like this happening in American sports. You, I know it's like, I've heard stories. I know there was like a college program. I want to say it was like, was it Loyola Marymount? They, sure. I know. Yeah, they did no, the, I remember. I remember that too. I don't remember the school. I think it was, I think it was them. Um, but like where a player had like just died, like on the court, like same thing had suffered heart failure and can just That's happened died. a few times in high, uh, in high school games around the country as well a year. About yeah. That. I've heard about it. Like, yeah. And like football situation, like during, especially during like hell week and stuff where it's just too hot and players are just collapsing and dying. Yeah. Very Jeez. scary. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was reading, so I didn't see it until like, I'm, excuse me. Like I mentioned about, uh, was a burp. It's a good Kelly Mocho. I got going on. I'll throw that out there. Enjoy your fat stuff. The basket um, burp. <laughs> well, remember, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, that was right. Hank gathers Loyola Marymount. I am 1990. I, mean, I feel like it was like 10 years ago. Um, <clears throat> no, that would be 30. Jeez, what happened? So, so like I said, I, I didn't see the video until about, uh, 30 minutes before the podcast, but I was reading an article this morning because, uh, they were, or whatever I was reading was, was kind of talking about the situation a little bit. And, uh, and they were talking about the importance of mobile defibrillators, mm-hmm. as they're called. Defibrillator. It's not. And oh, I thought it was defibrillator. I didn't know defibrillators. Uh, and and producer defib uh, Brandon's going to break this down for us because he's a beast and he's saving. I believe it's defibrillator. Defibrillator. Hey man, defibrillator. Okay, so That's we right. got the okay. yes on that. D- um. Yep. I was reading that that in obviously you will see them uh, at most most gyms uh, or you don't see them you don't notice them but they are at gyms uh, and places where athletic events are going on these mobile ones and basically reading this article it said and I don't remember the exact percentages but it was in the low ninety percent ninety percent if there is a mobile defibrillator that can be applied to someone who is going through cardiac arrest within three minutes, they have a 90 low 90% something chance of survival. However, if somebody goes through cardiac arrest and there is no defibrillator there, their chance of survival is about 7%. So we should just have so defibrillators those, everywhere, ev- everywhere, everywhere. Just wear a backpack with one on mm-hmm. at all times, just in case. I guess, but those, those stats are, are pretty amazing to me. But then also, I mean, going back to what we're actually talking about here, uh, I, I never, I, I mean, you just, you just don't know what's going on. These are, especially these soccer players, their cardio levels are off the charts. You yeah. think they're the healthiest people in the world and a vast majority of the time they are. So what caused this? That's what I want to know. I'd love to hear more about what actually caused his heart to stop in the middle of a match. I'm just working too hard. That's why it's so hard. That's why I've really cut back on working out. I can Good. feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you heard the did you hear the story about um the Pfizer vaccine giving um men ages sixteen to twenty four um height uh, affl- uh is it f Afflamation? What's the word I'm trying to say? Aflac. Aflac. Heart. What is it? Heart. Af. Affirmation, I believe. Not erection. Heart affirmation? Yes. No. It's basically like a... You have a heart for sure. That's confirmation. No, that's not it. It's not affirmation. Arrhythmia? No. Sorry, I ran into wrong. Afflamation. Afflamation? Affiliation. Affiliation. Nope, not affiliation. God damn it. I hate fucking words. 
Anyway, <laughs> it's doing stuff to your heart that's not good, and it's causing shortness of breath. And I swear to God, in the last three weeks since I've taken my Pfizer vaccine, I've noticed a shortness of breath. It's been really hard for me to catch up on my breathing when I'm at work, which has never happened. What are you trying to say you are right now? I know. Well, that's the other thing is like, wow, maybe I have a heart of a 16 to 24-year-old, which also got me kind of excited. got me scared, but then it got me excited because I was like, wow, look at me. Look at me with a 24-year-old heart. I don't know. That's just (laughs) off topic. I just just thought about heart attack, and then I thought about my young heart having problems. Maybe these soccer players have heart afflacmation. Maybe that's uh, what it was. Maybe it was the vaccine. Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, Don't do your vaccine, hearts. kids. Don't do it. Never mind. We were pro-vaccine podcasts. Now we're anti-vaccine. Don't say we. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Matt, by the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's so different. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, but very scary. Uh, it seems like he's going to be fined. Uh, even oh, like it's even, even the news is like still scary. It's like he's now in stable condition. It's like, ooh, I was hoping to hear something at least better than that. Like, yeah. like oh, he's walking. Like, because usually like when athletes suffer such scary things, like you'll watch. Um, I mean, I don't really consider them athletes, but like NASCAR drivers or like Formula One drivers get into giant fucking wrecks with cars on fire and they did 900 tumbles. And then like you'll read a story the next day like he's he's alert he's walking around everything seems to be fine it's like what how the hell did someone survive that yeah Yeah. but uh it seems like he's still he's not out of the woods yet but uh inflammation god why can i fucking uh that's the word inflammation see that's i'm dumb i didn't even think that because i thought okay it couldn't be as simple as inflammation which is incredibly normal and simple simple word and that should be part of the vocabulary and yet i couldn't i was saying affirmation god i'm so dumb you are we'll edit this in post that happens um well uh speaking on the the nascar indycar stuff they now like the safety measures they have for those guys they are packing them in like sardines they can get tossed around and they barely move at all they're just so like cramped in there that uh they they can survive almost anything nowadays you're making, but um you're making going some... inside of a nascar sound gross i don't want to be packed in like a sardine Ugh. <laughs> yeah i don't either that's, that's some arachnophobia no nope, mm. that's spiders anyway some, uh, next topic please what is the next topic i don't know what we're going to talk about i don't know uh <laughs> was uh was, are we going to wait do we have anything else or are we talking about a stupid movie Oh, Brandon's here, so we're talking about stupid, stupid movie. Oh, we were going to talk about Jeff Bezos going to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Brandon, join us for that. Brandon's here. Hi, Brandon. Hi. You only you only bring me in for 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 space alien talk, space oddity talk. Well, because we know you don't watch sports because you're probably a Clipper fan, so yeah. you know you don't know much about it. That's true. I'm turning my video off just to have this conversation. Yeah, Boo. yeah. You, yeah. Let's let's talk about let's talk about Bezos. Do you guys think it's it's some kind of weird uh, competition uh, between him and old old Muskrat over there uh, with SpaceX? To and didn't like Richard Branson do something very similar to this too? Is that the guy who hosted uh, Family Feud? What? No. <laughs> that's, ri- that's Richard Carn. <laughs> Uh, oh. Home Improvement. <laughs> born in Steve Harvey. Oh, Richard. Car- oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Al- yeah. Al Borland. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyway, AKA what? Steve Harvey. <laughs> well, anyway, anyway. Do, uh, so, what? I mean, what do you guys? What do you? What do you guys think of of uh, Bezos uh, going up into space? I got a good theory, but go ahead, Robbie. Well, I think it's obviously you can make money during doing this. I mean, um, cause Elon Musk is now the richest man in the world. And I think it's because of the potential that you're flying other people's satellites up there. So you're not relying on the Chinese government, uh, to be launching satellites. Now you can do it, uh, through a private company. It's probably cheaper that way. So I think that's probably what the motivation is. Um, it seems like it can eventually lead to travel, um, which is what I think Bezos is trying to sell with this experiment that he's doing. He's taking up his brother. Uh, it, that's it. Well, it's his brother and a winner 
of an auction. I guess the bid started at three million, and the winner, the winning bid was twenty eight million dollars. Yeah, go die in space. But there is no pilot. <laughs> it's literally just Bezos, his brother, and this guy. Which I said to go die in space. That part is like, well, I don't. No one's ever died in space. Did you know that? No one has ever died in outer space. They've all died uh, within orbit, but no one has died in space before. Really? Hmm. Yeah. That, I mean that that tells that tells that tells me a lot that basically space makes you invincible. Yeah. That's what that's what I'm that's what you're telling <laughs> Despite me. Despite right all now. the movies, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take off your suit. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> For all we know, if nobody's ever died, it's safer than anything. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's what I think. Um, <clears throat> Bezos just got called out on uh you know obviously he's been the the richest guy in the world for ever um and he just got called out because for the whatever whatever umpteenth year in a row he's paid no income tax and people are finally finding this out so he's like um i'm retiring and going to space why i mean this should be more obvious he's just like i'm out see i'm just gonna leave the planet and then nobody can do anything I, I think he's he's. I think he's got to come back. <laughs> I don't think he's staying. In we space. don't know that. We don't know what. I mean, there's probably. I don't an, think the guy who bid twenty eight million dollars. <laughs> Wait, we're staying up here? <laughs> no, 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 Jeff, take me back, take me back, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't read the fine print. Parachute. Yes, we're not going back. We're living on the moon now. Just me, and my <laughs> me and my brother. Me and my brother and Lauren we're, Sanchez from. We're, no, <laughs> we're going from to Fox repopulate News. space. Yeah, we're three men. Nope. <laughs> we were hoping a woman would bid. <laughs> well, we don't know. I don't know if the maybe the twenty eight million dollar was a woman. Oh, Why? Yeah. Oh, you guys are sexist. Just assuming somebody spent outrageous money must be a man. Of what what uh, you guys said? Women so. are capable of spending money on dumb things too. <laughs> Prove it. Sometimes <laughs> more often. Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think they're just going to stay up there, or or Jeff Bezos is going to stay up there and just do something absolutely off the wall ridiculous, like I don't know, uh, like carve his name in the moon to where it's visible, so people forget about the taxes and they're like, look what Bezos did. Let's get Prime Moon. I don't know what that means. I bet people are having pretty terrible thoughts about Jeff Bezos going to space. They're probably thinking oh, yeah. the worst type of situation i'm not, I'm not sure he's well liked i'm not sure everybody's if he carves his name in the moon you're like oh i like jeff bezos now it's pretty cool tagging the moon i like yeah. it <laughs> that's a first good job very antifa of him very <laughs> oh you know you know they 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 haven't even said who is who the person is who's on the uh the third seat uh, this this article in NBC News says the high bidder in the month long auction would be revealed in the upcoming weeks, hmm. but they have not as of yet. He'll be mentioned as in his obituary, <laughs> or hers, or hers. <laughs> Come wow. on, women, women die too. I'm sorry, <laughs> women, not in women, space though, not in space. <laughs> women die in stupid ways too. That's true. This is very true. Oh God, yeah. Well, I think it's uh, it's just a stunt. I mean. Or, or something else big is going to come out about him. Because uh, there's no way you're just like, uh, I retire from my job where I'm making the most money of all time and I'm going to space now. Bye. You know. It's... Well, he's going to retire as the second richest man of all time. Oh, so. well, then you better. He's got back. some humility. He's, you know, give him credit. Wait, we'll Matt, Matt, I, 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 do you really think this is, this is a ploy for him to avoid paying <laughs> federal taxes? <laughs> Like I, I, I thought, I thought it was a joke at first, but no, I'm mean, international really? waters type situation. <laughs> like in, in extreme international, he's yeah. Just, he's yeah. turning into a space pirate all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Romulans are going to pull him over. Have you have you seen the old pictures of him and like versus now, uh, like what he no. used to look like when like Amazon first started? <laughs> he's just like really skinny. Yeah, he had like hair, but it was it was definitely thinning. Uh, very skinny, like a guy who you would expect to make a company about selling books. Uh, and now he looks, now he's all like buff and ripped and looks like, yeah, he looks like the type of guy that would be like on a testosterone, like commercial type thing. Oh, he's, he's, he's the kind of guy, he's the kind of guy who really is like trying to look like Lex Luthor. That's what he's like trying to look like. 
Okay. Go ahead, Brandon. Sorry. Oh, I was, he's like, he's like, he's the kind of guy you see, you meet at like a, you know, a, a work picnic or something like that. And he looks, he looks skinny. He looks scrawny. He looks, he looks like just the nerdiest. You could just destroy him. He looks like me. Right. But then he takes off his shirt and you're like, Holy wow. I do not want to mess with this guy. He, he will, he will, he'll smother me with one of his, his oversized titties. Right. Like he's one of those kind of guys. He looks like like you also. Yeah. (laughs) He looks like the type of guy that shows up to a restaurant. Like he just like took his like speed bike and he's like dressed in that like bike outfit and he has no problem. Like you just clearly see like the indentations of his penis as he sits down at the bar and stuff like that. And one of his oversized titties. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Only one though. He looks like someone that that walks into any uh, casual coffee place or something and says, hey, the usual, please, with one of his oversized titties. <laughs> yeah. God, man, I, I envy I envy people with with oversized titties like they, they, they you know, it's no wonder that he's the second richest man in the world. Based on that <laughs> or those, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Elon the Musk, Simon, the Simon two Cowell oversized, titties. two oversized. That's why he's the richest. Nah, (laughs) just the biggest. With great money comes great titties. That's right. (laughs) It's actually true. Yeah, great tits responsibility. Exactly. (laughs) I'm avoiding all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, All right. So... We we talked about Bezos. It was really interesting. Uh, he's it going sure up was. to space. It's we really all nice. we all wish him the best. Best of luck to you. Please don't die. Also, give us all a free year of Amazon Prime. Uh, Thank you. Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I got to check my statements. Oh no! Oh, my gosh. You know what? That price is astronomical. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hello. <laughs> Let's 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 talk let's talk about uh this is the real reason you guys brought me on today. Uh it's not it's not because I'm gonna edit this. It's not because I'm gonna take your disparate recordings and and make something of it. No, 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 no. We want to talk about Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. The and spoilers, by the way, because we are gonna probably I'm gonna go into detail with the plot of this movie because I there's some holes, as you can probably imagine, with yeah. the Zack Snyder film. But yeah. Yeah, go go deep go deep into it. Uh before we before we get started, I wanna <laughs> I wanna ask Matt, uh, who you hate you hate zombie movies. You hate zombies. Yeah. It, like you 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 cry basically uh when when like we played uh Dead Rising Three, you're like, Oh, I can't Ugh. do this. I can't do no. oh and then like I think I think your head started spinning and you uh started uh, spitting blood. Uh, what, what, what is it about zombies that really, uh, that you hate so off. much? Yeah. Okay. So here, here's it. Here's it. Wow. Thanks. Loco Mocho. Wait, <laughs> what's the name of that drink? I said Loco Mocho basket Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the new name for wine, a culture. Um, so first off, I don't like horror things and I'm very, very careful to use the word horror it's two syllables. I don't, I don't like those. I don't like scary movies. I don't like those kind of things. But with zombies specifically, I hate it because, and obviously I know it's not realistic, but it's more realistic than other types of, of sci-fi type things. Because it's, it's human beings or once upon a time human beings who lose their sense of, of being a human and just want to eat other live humans. And to this, or this to me is frightening as hell. And I don't know why, but probably because I've seen some of the movies where, and and granted it's, yeah, I know it's just a movie, but when they make it look that realistic, like tearing somebody's neck off. I, I tried watching for some reason, the Walking Dead many, 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 many years ago. I got mm. past episode one. I'm like, okay. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I got to episode two. And I remember, I so remember very clearly, and this is what, 15 years ago or something? 
I remember they're sitting around a campfire. I'm like, okay, this is nice. They're they're having a good time. They're trying to remember the good old days. And then a zombie pops behind a child and rips part of his neck off. Yeah, that's good. And you see this. And you see this. And I said, done. Done forever. Kids have been there. Yeah, I mean, don't. I don't know how you. the zombie just pops up behind them. They're sitting around. Um, <laughs> but to me, it's it's the most, like, of all the, the sci-fi type crazy uh doomsday stuff that could happen especially i mean after just having a pandemic yeah and this this is the most realistic that could granted it's still far-fetched yeah, covid was very most, similar to yeah it's zombie-like symptoms and, yeah a lot and, of coughing and and yeah. and yet your your horrible disdain of of zombie films and you watched army of the dead <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i did so it was uh, my, all right so it's robbie what about what about you like what what is your affinity uh your level of of zombie fandom i, I know you're not a big horror guy either yeah i'm not a big horror guy but i oh like matt i am intrigued for pretty much similar reasons to uh zombies is that they seem like the most reality based out of all the kind of creatures that we can have like i don't believe in ghosts or i don't know monsters whatever uh so i feel like that's the closest thing but the problem i had with this movie actually and this is true with all zombie movies i don't understand the vocal choice for zombies which tends to be and cover your ears but it tends to be like this (laughs) i don't that's really good i Thank yeah. you. I've I knew we were going to talk about this, so I was really working on it earlier today. I'm going to hire you for my next flick. No, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, I don't understand why zombies would suddenly have that sort of guttural screeching scream. Like, why can't we just? I mean, I know it would be very, <laughs> it wouldn't be intimidating at all. But if like zombies were just regular, like that would feel much better about it and feel more reality based hey how are you gonna Uh, eat you now thanks the the biggest problem i had with this movie and this isn't just particular to zombie movies a lot of movies do this i don't know why movies set themselves up with such time constraints that just don't make any sense so spoilers there is a scene in the movie So basically the city of Las Vegas is going to be nuked. So they have to get all the money. They got to be out of there, clear a distance. So they're not in this, you know, in the nuclear, um, fallout. The the nuclear fallout. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so there's a point where Dave, Dave Batista's character has to save his daughter. And they literally say, how much time do we have until the bomb goes off? He goes nine minutes. So they're riding in this helicopter. He has to find his daughter in this hotel, fight the bad guy, get his daughter, bring her back to the helicopter in a time constraint of nine minutes. I don't know why movies do that. Just like if you just said half an hour, I'd be like, okay, you got some time, some time to clear the, the, the blast zone. Uh, it just frustrates me when movies do that. That's it. That's when I'm like, when, when Matt is uh, disturbed when a child gets his throat or face ripped <laughs> off, he's out. When when movies do such time tight time constraints, that's when I'm out. We are so different. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd I'm like fine to think I'm part. a little more normal in that part <laughs> anyway. Jeez. <laughs> and by the way, to to add to what you just said. Uh, you're right. It, they they said like you have eight or nine minutes or something like that, and then uh, in real time it was another fifteen minutes yeah. of that scene to try. It. That's I like was that, thinking like the geez, this place blew up at this point. Yeah, where you like can see the bomb ticking down, and it's like oh, there's fifteen seconds left, and then fifteen seconds pass. It's like oh, there's nine seconds left on the clock. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I wish movies just fix this. Just give yourselves a little bit more time. We'll buy it as an audience. It's not like we're gonna be like ah. Yeah. Oh, that's too much time no should have been nine yeah <laughs> nothing like that i i thought oh go ahead Rand. oh i i was just on the on that on that on that time front right like the whole the whole movie is steeped on this uh this concept of well we got to get in there and, and out uh in in like a day it, uh it's over fourth of july weekend they're gonna they're gonna nuke this place we got to get in there get out we have plenty of time and then the, the president is like no we'll we'll blow it up a day earlier but then 
movies do this where they they set up like little wickets of time, but then at some point in time they uh they they speed up time so the whole movie is like takes place over a couple weeks and then they're like start compacting it slowly but surely until it gets to the nine that where they they say they have nine minutes left and because the because the movie has been kind of over all these different kind of feels of time that nine minutes never feels like like it's really that urgent because it's 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 being shot the exact way the rest of the movie has been shot and so there, there's no additional urgency that is is incorporated into the film at that point in time. There are there are some movies out there that are like that that uh, like 1917 for for example, the Sam Mendes film that that uh, won one Oscar uh, mm-hmm. with Roger Deakins as the cinematographer. Like that is that is real time, you know, as few shots as they can, and there's there's urgency there because time is felt consistently throughout. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that, Robbie. I also uh, this is now the second time I've seen this in a movie. The first time was the great movie Indiana Jones and the uh, the Crystal Skull, uh, where uh, somebody survives a nuke blast. They're like Indiana Jones was in a refrigerator and somehow was able to survive <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the nuke blast. Walked right and, out, right. And then there is this, uh, in this movie, a guy is able to survive it because he's locked in his safe. Uh, So he's able to to exit out and he's like in the center of the blast zone, which apparently there's no radiation with uh, this nuke. Uh, That's that's also another thing I have a problem with. I hate when movies do that. I had a big problem with that. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, that that part of the movie. Let me... I wasn't I'm okay I'm okay with the movie overall but that part of the movie like messed me up uh that like you hated the time I hated this aspect of it so this guy I knew it was gonna uh, happen too as soon as he shut the 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 safe door on him I was I like oh, about so that he's gonna survive <laughs> yeah 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 so the the whole the whole thing with this dude is he the movie's over basically he survives uh he he gets the money he gets out of there it takes a lot of time for him to get out of the safe a lot of time to dig himself out of the rubble then it takes a lot of time to get to the car wander through the desert get to a car then it takes a lot of time for them to get to the car go to the airport a lot of time for the airport to get him on a plane a lot of time to get up into the air and then all of a sudden he notices a a bite on his arm he's like oh i'm gonna turn into a zombie now when they established earlier that it was a pretty quick process uh so so i had it that's the that's the issue i had we're all different people here, guys. Yeah. We're all different well, people. you know, COVID affects us in different ways. Some people get no symptoms. Some, <laughs> yeah. some get sick right away. So. Some people turn into a zombie way later. Um, I thought, and I'm not even going to, this This is what sucks about what I'm about to say, because I have no exact examples, because I saw this, uh, I, I want to say like the first or second day it came out. I thought the just the writing was awful. I thought some of so many of the lines that that all these actors were forced to say were so stupid. I feel like so many of these actors said them knowing they were stupid, which made them <laughs> worse actors. Um, and, and you know, and I, I hate to say it, I love, I absolutely love Dave Bautista. I think he's just a quality dude. I, I love whatever he's in. That just seems like a, a cool dude too, off off screen from all the interviews I've seen and whatnot, but this was just a, a, tons of fedoras for a big dude. <laughs> I, I think there's a weight limit. He's over it. Um, but I, I just feel like the everything, like so many of the lines were so stupid, just so dumb. And I just thought, Ugh. and that, that kind of made this movie okay for me and not, not okay. Like not okay. Like I enjoyed it at all but okay like okay i'm not this isn't that bad a zombie movie because it's so stupid (laughs) just the line i just thought the writing was just absolutely awful everyone dies at the end just about except and that oh that's another okay if we want to get into things that really bothered us at the end the one person aside from the dude who should have died from radiation when he was stuck in the in the vault the <laughs> yeah. one person who shouldn't have even been there is the only person to survive Dave, Dave Batista's daughter and that's it and she went in for the wrong reasons oh well, not the wrong reasons but she went in 
uh, like an idiot Her heart for wasn't in the right reasons. Place. Exactly. Well, yeah, it was, she wasn't. She a- went. She went in for the wrong reasons. All right. So people who are listening who haven't watched this film, uh, there's like a little outpost right outside Las Vegas for like refugees, and this one of this lady. I didn't understand a, that part. Why? Are, why is there a refugee camp right outside of this? Uh, be, be, yeah. they, they 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 spoke to it because these people might be infected, maybe. So let's not oh. let them go back to society because they might be infected. Oh, okay. Um. So the, there's a there's a mother of a child who goes into Las Vegas to get some money from the casino, right? Uh. And and the daughter of Batista, she's like, oh no, she went in there. And she left her daughter outside here in the refugee. Somebody has to take care of her daughter. Let me go in there and risk my life to go find the mother. But here's the thing. If you go in there and die too, then these kids are still alone and have nobody. So what's more responsible? Trying to go kill yourself, finding mom who's probably dead, or just take care of the kid? That's... for the wrong reasons, Matt. You you're yeah. spot on. Okay, and you're I, right. And I'm I glad you said that because. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, as I was say, I hated the too just the uh, the bad guy of the film. It was basically oh, yeah. uh, was, was the character named Tanaka, the the, the, oh, the Japanese guy. guys who uh, the oh. who basically is orchestrating this. Yeah, Scorpion. He's, yeah, he sends oh. his he sends his uh, his security guy to go in there, and he's just so over the top evil has oh, bad yeah. intentions the entire time. I fucking hate when movies do that. And so he's only there to collect a head so that they can breed a zombie army. Cause that's where the real money is. It's, uh, I don't you know, know. I just, I want to see, I want to watch movies where there is no stupid curveball like that. Like if, if that, if that's, I don't even know if that's a curveball because I think, I think it's just so predictable. I'd I'd like yeah. to see it. Of course, that's not... but I mean, if that if that dude wasn't thrown in there, they might have actually succeeded with everything. Things might have gone fine, and they would have left and been rich. But I they think already about... had an evil character in the that uh, the refugee guard who was like a really bad dude. I don't think you needed to add another one, like the okay. guy the guy who was sacrificed right away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was sacrificed right away, and that was great. <laughs> much deserved um but then if you don't have if you don't have the security dude who who uh basically sets traps and and starts killing people that are suspicious uh, or killing people on the team that are suspicious of him uh they might have gone away with it if he just wasn't there so that would have been fun to see i'd love to go back and and take out curveballs for movies like i want to go i want them to remake jurassic park without dennis nedry in the movie at all or with the uh, competent uh, uh. that's the one you didn't say the magic word i want to see jurassic park with a dude that works there that actually is good at his job and just have everything go fine and they open it and nobody dies <laughs> that's like, these are movie. things that i want to see i mean it sounds great right they're like oh there's a t-rex oh he's behind his cage just things proving jeff goldblum's character wrong the entire yeah. time like you said it was a bad idea and i don't know it's, everybody seems to be enjoying themselves this movie is not one big pile of sh- anyway um so yeah just things things like that um and the other thing i was gonna say i don't remember so i'm sure it was really good (laughs) well you 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 talk you talk about bad writing uh this this probably this would be the last thing i I complain about with 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 the film is i i'm not i'm not a writer and i'm i'm not a i'm not a great idea man um but but when i see when i see something in a film and and I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, this is what's going to happen next. If I was writing this, this is how I would do it. I would have, I would have him go. I would have him go last, or or no, I'd have him go first so I can keep an eye on him. Like, but then he's gonna he's gonna throw it around. And he's gonna get that that girl in the in like the the halls with the zombies. Right. He's gonna he's gonna make it to where it kills her. Like I had like that was a bad writing job of me thinking about doing that. Yeah. And then they put it in the they've, film. I think they've, <laughs> they've got to get rid of like, and a lot of movies do this where it's like the daughter or the strange, I don't know. The younger person's like, I'm coming with it. No, you're not. I'm, I'm coming in there because I'm no, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, get rid of that. I hate it so much because obviously oh. it's going to, it's going to present itself with the conflict where that person's going to get captured and, that person then has yeah. to save them. 
that's that's actually what I was going to say was to to further um, to further rock the point about rock the point. Dave, don't rock the point. Don't tip the point over. Do tip the point and rock it to further <laughs> prove the point that Dave Bautista's daughter was probably the main villain of this entire thing, as she's the only one who, who survives aside yeah. from radiation guy for some reason. She so she says like you like Brandon I think you were saying um, you know she basically said oh well I'm going to go in and try to save these people that are probably dead but then I'll I mean in in I'll most likely die as well but then she tells her father and we're all we're all fathers here mm-hmm. she tells her father who is a big gigantic dude who knows about security and protecting people. She tells her, her father, if you don't protect me, I'm going to go anyway by myself. What kind of trash is that to throw that out there basically saying, I'm going to go die if you don't let me come with you and tag along me being someone who has no experience in killing anything or how to survive in any way. Yeah, somebody told me like, you're not coming with me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to. That seems like a really dangerous place you're going to. I'd prefer if you didn't go, but um, yeah, I'll stay here for sure. Yeah. Put me in your will real quick, fool. Cool. Yeah. Let's uh <laughs> let's get a lawyer and make sure we've uh, we've tightened all loose ends before uh before you go in there and die. And to and to reemphasize how bad she is as a character, she is the only one who survives. She does find the, the mother of the kids. And then they crash in a helicopter and the mother dies. You never see her ever again. Oh, that's again. right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about her. That was, yeah. So yeah. stupid. So, so she doesn't, nobody survives except, no. except her. And, no. and the kids are like, mama, mama, food, mama. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Just, just crying, that's just that's crying it? somewhere, just that alone. Behind the credits. But, was that after the, yeah. <laughs> mama, that's mama. That's the secret scene. Mama, there. papa, mama. Um, do, do you guys, do you, do you have, do, is there anything else you guys want to say about the army of the dead or do you want to get onto this game? I'm done. I think I, I did. I did not I've, enjoy it. Yeah. It just pissed me <laughs> off. It just seemed like it had it. Like, I mean, the visual effects were like pretty amazing. Um, I don't know if you saw, they did do a, um, kind of be behind the looks, uh, thing on Netflix. And that was really good. And it was pretty amazing how they were able to build like the CGI for building the Las Vegas strip to have like nothing. It was really cool. But, uh, but the story itself is just predictable and yeah, a lot of holes. Yeah. Holes. And not, and not the one with Shia LaBeouf. You know what I'm saying? No. Oh, that's a movie. No, not, it was not that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, all right, dudes. Let's 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 fin- let's finish this up. Matt doesn't want to talk about zombies anymore, so we're gonna we're gonna move on to our weekly game, our top twenty five game. Uh, this guy this this week, gents. I I know you talked about LeBron a little bit earlier. We talked about uh, Christian Erickson. Uh, we talked about Arm- Eric Erickson. Uh, it's Eric Erickson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we talked about SpaceX and Bezos. So I chose a top twenty five. That you guys are going to love. It is the top twenty-five zombie movies. Oh, as come on! <laughs> oh, no. I lose. I lose already. I th- well, I think we're throwing the towels. Rotten Tomatoes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna narrow this down to to three guesses uh, each. Right? We're not gonna. We're not gonna go with five. We're not. We're not gonna go that far. Uh, Matt, we're gonna. Since you hate zombies the most, we're gonna start with you. Hit me up with a zombie film that you think is on this twenty-five zombie movies. Okay, uh, I, I'll just add I'm feeling feeling pretty good because I not only did I beat Robbie last week at the That's game, it. but also for the first time yesterday, I beat Robbie at a video game. Oh, as I beat him eight I to was one. High. That's not and, fair. <laughs> and you didn't have Mike Trout. You That's you true. played as the Angels because I played as my Dodgers always. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with one that. Uh, I mean, I, I believe everybody knows um, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Of course, Night of the Living Dead is on here, Matt. It is number four in the top oh, 25 geez. from Rotten Tomatoes. Robbie, okay. he's starting off strong. He's starting off strong. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go. 2021's Army of Darkness. 
Uh, but another Zack Snyder uh, zombie. I'm gonna go Dawn of the Dead. Nice, nice. Dawn of the Dead, 2004. The the remake. It's the one with uh, the is, mall where they're all yes. trapped in the mall. Matt, yeah, you look that's right. Yeah, it was it was written by uh, old. Gun James, yeah, Gunn, James Gunn, who yeah. went on to uh, direct uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yes, it is on there. Uh, it is number thirteen. It is number mm. thirteen on this top twenty-five. Mm. Oh, down two, Matt. Uh, I'm gonna go with Night of the Living Dead, the original. What are, are you? Are you talking about what? What Robbie just said, but the original version of that? Yes. <laughs> okay uh all right that would be dawn of the dead oh yeah that's what i meant <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, I, wa- I watch a lot of these <laughs> you watch a lot of them and guess what matt i uh, i commend i commend you for this dawn of the dead 2004 was number 13 but dawn of the dead 1979 george romero classic is number one yeah this top 25 should this, count? Should this really count uh, I mean, it, it does. It does. That is the granddaddy. Well, granddaddy of uh, films. I, I was going to even say the word George Romero because I know he's associated with zombies, but I know that that he, the movie wasn't called George Romero zombie movie, <laughs> which maybe it should have been. Yeah, yeah. How many guesses are there we going to have? Five? Is that what it is? Three. There's three. Three. Oh, that's it? Shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Army of Darkness. Is that uh, 2021. Movie? <laughs> are you just looking at my shirt is yeah, that what you're doing I was oh, that, that oh i didn't even know that's what it was damn yeah, yeah. ash there's ash uh ash uh, the 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 original title they were going to go with was ash versus the evil dead but uh ash versus the army dark doesn't matter it's not on the list i'm sorry it, 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 so i've lost yeah it's it's not on there it's not on the top 25 uh surprisingly enough i'm i was shocked by that as well uh which wait is that is that even like a i i I know i've seen it and it wasn't it wasn't i mean i i think i enjoyed it was that about zombies or was it monsters it was more it was more demons yeah Uh, but but there's a i don't even think i've seen it yeah i'm looking at this list uh it's it for the most part it's uh it's zombies on this list so yeah yeah army of darkness is it it treads a line but they're more demons than they are uh even though it says evil dead whatever there's okay. there's they, a they book become of the, evil dead there's a book of the dead in there right the necronomicon whatever uh, uh matt you get one more guess Doesn't and matter. you have to take it you have to take it uh i'm gonna go with um one that i actually was mostly okay with until a pub scene where a guy gets straight ripped apart oh, and it's grotesque Shaun of the dead yeah one of the best one of my faves as a matter of fact sean of the dead simon Pegg, edgar wright it is number two on this list matt insurmountable lead matt you uh, robbie you can take one more guess but i will just because it's the only let's 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 do it let's hear 28 days later 28 days later bam you got it number six on this list Mm. 28 days later Congratulations, Matt. You beat Robbie this week, 16 to 7. You've come back from the dead, metaphorically. Uh-huh. Uh, by the way, this is zombie talk was probably bad to uh, talk about after talking about Chris Christian Erickson. Just throwing Eric that Erickson. out there. Well, we, we, uh, we had a little... We had Jeff Bezos had in there. With, with space. Yeah. yeah. Stable condition. Exactly. We, we have <laughs> yeah. our weekly space talk. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Jesus. congratulations. I'm out of here. Thanks. Goodbye. Two weeks in a row. What the? Oh, wait. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. You're Thanks. Welcome. Bye. Oh. Well, all is wrong in the universe again. I've Things lost another good. game. Yeah, this is great. Two weeks in a row. I like this. Yeah. And you lost at video games. I'd say we... You know what we should do is get the pink, the pink hat gang going right now. That's what we should do on Red uh, Dead Brandon Redemption. Brandon is still, still installing it. Uh, I know. <laughs> three days later <laughs> probably I'm back. I'm back no i installed it i installed it it's Pink a 12 terabyte game. game uh yeah we should play it because there'll be no losers in that game we're, we're all a team we uh, can maybe. kill each other a lot though. anyway 
All right. Well, that's going to conclude this week's episode, episode 11 of Rounding the Bases. Uh, any parting words, Matt Sizemore? Yeah, I just want to thank our guest, Gene Beam. Oh, yeah. He's still not here. Yeah. He's coming to America. Oh, today? Uh, I think probably he's going to, uh, he's going to fly into Seattle. I I was really just referencing Neil Diamond there. Mm. On the boats and on the trains? Yeah. Uh, Today. Oh. They're coming to America today. Oh. That's great. Great joke. Cool. <laughs> hey, what what are you guys' social media? I was I typed it in there, but I just I'll just ask you. Are you are you smart as Q29 on uh, Twitter or 28 on Twitter? No. Yep. Robbie? Yeah. Robbie? No. Yes, I am. That's me. Are you su- are you at Super Size More, Matt? Yeah, <laughs> on Twitter. All right. All right. And are hey, you Barnyard fall- Cruise? That's me. Yeah. All right. What a coincidence. Hey. <laughs> oh my God. I love you guys so much. Thanks for having me part of the show. Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome. We love you. And thanks for listening, people out there. Yes. Thank you, thanks everyone who's listening to episode 11 of Rounding the Bases. Signing off, I'm Robert Askew. I'm Matthew Sizemore. We love you. We'll see you for episode 12. 